0: Welcome to another episode of the Rad Podcast. I am producer Brandon from the Rob, Anybody, mm. and Don show, and I've got a very special guest with me today, Uh dear old friend of mine. Uh, his name is Michael Luna. Hello, Michael. Hey. How you doing? I'm doing well, thank you. And uh, the, one of the reasons why I have Michael on is not only is he a uh, stellar drummer, punk rock drummer, mm. we'll get into that a little mm. bit, he's also a uh, huge movie buff. Oh. I think he's more of a movie nerd than I am, and I'm I'm not. I I would say I'm not necessarily like a movie file compared to you. You're like you know everything. Like right out right off the bat, you know names, you know you know composers, you know where they were when they read the script the first time. Mm-hmm. You're you're ridiculous. No life. No uh, life.
1: And <laughs> it's when when I when I listen to your show and I hear you guys do nerd news, I really feel like that's a personal attack. Oh, is Because <laughs> I'm like, oh shit. That's- <laughs> <laughs> That's me talking. Like, just hey guys, how you going? Yeah. Well,
0: sometimes the <laughs> nerds they they can be a little bit uh, overblown, yeah. and uh, sometimes we like to exaggerate some things. Yeah. Um, but it, it's it is roughly based on you and mm. your your you know your your knowledge with everything. Um, so before we get into all that stuff, I wanted to introduce you first. You were I've known you what like five years, five six oh, years long? now. Long, longer than that. that right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, we were uh, roommates for a little while. Mm-hmm. I think our first kind of like interaction was the softball team wasn't
1: it no it was a i first met you at a halloween party oh well that's and why i don't that was, remember it was way that. back yeah, and you guys <laughs> live in some far away place and yeah um but yeah you've been on my softball team the kessel right. runners which is a total uh star wars movie reference i that, that I,
0: I love that name and i love bragging about being on the kessel runners
1: what's the whole the, quote with
0: the whole kessel run thing? Uh, the
1: kessel run in 12 parsecs <laughs> which was uh the. D- 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 Measurement of distance, not of time. Right. People, right, right. All the nerds really get all butthurt about that. That's true, yes. They explained it all in the solo movie though.
0: And since this is nerd heavy, we wanna, we wanna make sure we don't have any butthurt nerds. Oh, we're
1: gonna yeah. Are well, we gonna I'm, are we gonna hurt some butts? So the so many butts are gonna be hurt, <laughs> just mainly because the worst kind of Star Wars critic are Star Wars fans. I And I agree. so when we get into that and it's gonna be the same when we start talking Marvel and all it's right. just I'm going to piss people off, and I'm happy about
0: that. Excellent. Yeah, because D23 just took place, right? And that's the – is that – D23, 23, is that the 23rd time they've done it, or is this what they call it every time they do it?
1: No, uh, it's – my understanding that's when uh, Disney was – either Disneyland – no, Disney was started in, in nineteen twenty three. Okay. Um so D twenty three Disneyland or Disney twenty
0: three. So this is like their keynote speech that they do every year and they just labeled it that because it has Yeah, a it's, significance the, it's their Comic Con.
1: It's their own San Diego Comic Con where that is like everyone you think you can say Comic Con, even my mom knows what Comic Con is. Oh yeah. But then you start getting into like every other convention that's out there. D twenty three is like Disney's own one where they get to Got Get it. you know, release that big dick energy on on oh. the world,
0: and they've been releasing them big that oh, big dick energy. Dude. Like this, dude. this whole last week has been nothing but trailers and and new shows. That obviously they're hyping up Disney Plus. Which mm-hmm. are, are you going to subscribe? Oh, I've already yeah. Yeah, You've they, already all you, my
1: money! My money's just gone. It's just directly <laughs> tied into Disney, and, and right, you just yeah. you just
0: transfer your bank account just straight to Disney. Straight into yeah. It. yeah. Uh, I, I think I'm going to get it too, just because a lot of the trailers that we're going to get into look really exciting. Yeah. Um, all, all the offshoots of, of Star Wars and Marvel, all very exciting stuff. Yeah. Um, but before we get into that, uh, I, and I did mention that you are a punk rock drummer. Yeah. In the Sacramento area, a lot of people will know you as the drummer for the Mulligans.
1: Right. Well. Knowing me for that band is is kind of an overstatement. I think like you know twelve people that come to our show. No, no. Hey, don't yeah. say yourself
0: short. It's it's hard to it's hard to make it big in the in the Sacramento music scene. But you guys well, seem to have a, a pretty extensive quote unquote career.
1: Right. Well, we've been around sixteen years now. But it, that's it's, pretty. good uh, cool. it just shows that we have nothing to show for it because I don't think we've ever gone outside of Sacramento. I think we went to we, we played Gilman last year, and that was like Ooh. our big. Ooh, we did it! Yeah. And then haven't heard anything since. So oh yeah, yeah. We had a one shot, didn't do it. So you you guys haven't
0: like tried out to be like on the warp Tour or anything like that, or nope. is it just kind of you take the shows as they come to you?
1: Yeah, we put our we put our names in, but mm-hmm. uh, we don't. We never expect to to get picked because we don't. Um, we did get to play a contest in the park. Uh, I think three years ago. Oh nice. So that was like that was a good moment. That was a good moment. We like we peaked after like you know it took thirteen years to get there and we peaked. Yeah. But, that's a big. That's
0: a big show. Yeah, they, they've done a really good job of making concerts in the park really exciting. I
1: yeah, think. and we weren't the first band to play, so that I felt like that was even nice. kind of a like, ooh, we did it. Yeah, was yeah, second. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. All right, so uh, how long? Did you see, sixteen years. You guys
0: have been playing mm-hmm. together, and do you guys have anything big coming up?
1: Uh, we ha- we're releasing a new EP. Um, so we we did a collection of songs that are sixty seconds or less. So we titled it Done in 60 Seconds. <laughs> a little kind of based off the, the Nick Cage and the Nelto as a cum joke, too. Yeah. So it, was, it, hit, it hit, all, hit all the right places for us, Nick Cage and cum. That.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's what you think of. Uh, when you think of Nick Cage, like, hmm, cum. you oh, got yeah. to fit that in there somewhere. Yeah. Um, so uh, if you don't mind, can I play uh, a song of one of your most... Th- this isn't off of the new album that you guys have coming out,
1: No, right? this is off um, the album prior to the new one that's coming out. So it's, the album's called Meh. So what what is the uh,
0: what's the what's the new album called and when does it What is a hit? Uh, so
1: start? the new album is is done in sixty seconds. Um, right. And it'll be out. Hopefully, we're shooting for um, late October, early November. Nice. Um, but we're trying to get all the you know the records and the printing and new right. shirts and everything, and then to find a show, a place that will host us is always. For oh, the fun. release party, yeah. yeah. So wait, you guys recorded this? How long ago? So we in November it will be it will have been two years since we were actually in the studio recording. Really, and it just shows just how big a lazy fucks we are. It's as we, we recorded. We did a first round of mixing, and then we just kind of got busy doing other things. Not even busy. We just got lazy mm-hmm. doing other things. And then finally, we were like, you know, we, we, we recorded this. We, sh- we should probably put this out. So
0: you guys are like Tool, where you just like you just release it whenever you're ready. You just say, fuck the fans. Yes, yeah, it's,
1: it's just like that, except no one gives a shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like, hey, we're coming to a new album. They're like, all right.
0: <clears throat> Speaking of speak Tool, uh, how many times have you listened to the new song, Fear Inoculum? Um,
1: well, for how long it is, you know, you can only listen to it uh, so many times throughout the day. Yeah, um, but you know, a handful of times, and I, I really like what they're going with. Them. I'm really excited for the new album. Yeah, me too. And I know talking with you, you've got it like pre-ordered on like 20 different. Yeah, games. yeah. Just I
0: okay. So I pre-ordered it on Amazon so I can have the digital copy mm-hmm. at at midnight, like right when I wake up. I'll be able to tune it on tune tune into the album mm-hmm. on my way into work lock, and I'll lock listen the door, to it. Turn off the right yeah. and uh, drop some acid. Yeah. Um, and then I have a pre-order of the like the physical digital copy, and I pre-ordered it through um, Cosm, the the, the website the, that um, Alex Gray runs. He he yeah. he does all the artwork for all the albums, and he did the artwork for this album. And Alex Gray also uh, gave his signature, his autograph on the album yeah. as well. But with the physical copy, um, most of you toolheads probably already know this, but it comes with like a little four-inch LCD screen that's rechargeable, and it's got like a video that goes along with the album so like you you put you plug in the album you watch the screen or it's just like you just watch the screen while you're tripping or whatever. It's like
1: those picture frames that you can plug your USB in and it has pictures of your family come up. And... Exactly. Oh. Yeah, but it's
0: just like it's specifically for this and it's preloaded with the, the artwork and oh. the, the visuals that, that you're supposed to see with the album. Then it comes with like a booklet and everything else too. So I'm, I'm excited. that that the, the shipping for that ended up costing just as much as the album because I, I wanted to get it next day. Oh, yeah. Right? So it, it, I, I could have gotten, you know, like the regular... I think the the regular price was like seventy bucks just for the album Jesus. pre-sale, with the autograph and all the the bells and whistles and everything, but like an additional seventy bucks just for the overnight <laughs> shipping. <laughs> yeah, take yeah. my money, Tool. Like, yeah. the, I I'm such a diehard Tool fan, but um, so.
1: Well, I'm I'm annoyed that they haven't announced a vinyl release yet. <laughs> at least at least I've checked for vinyl and they they don't have an LP so coming out.
0: I, I want to talk to you about vinyl because you're you're actually going to be releasing your new ep on vinyl
1: yeah we decided to finally do that and and that's a big deal work over the the amazing amount of money that you have to pay to get vinyl because they have all like because they have to do a press of it right they you know you gotta order so so many just to even get them to do a press of it so we had to order like 250 we're gonna sell 10 of them (laughs) but we but we wanted we really wanted something that was tactile we wanted to hold it we Mm -hmm. wanted to to sell it and right now with the way music is and everyone's into vinyl everyone's into lps um, we we make CDs, but we don't. People don't buy those, right? But they're buying vinyl, right? So they'll pay more, even though we could we could charge a cheaper price for the CD. They're going to pay more for the vinyl. Just just one because they like people like to have that with them, and everyone has record players again. Um, and we just wanted to. We're big. We're, um, my bass player Jeff and I are both really big on having vinyls. Right. We right. like we like the tactile. We like touching it. We like putting it on. It's an event. On, yeah. It's different
0: like streaming has kind of ruined music in a in a sense. I, I feel like streaming has done some wonderful things as far as making songs available. Like for instance, well let's listen to your album, your not your album, but your the the song off of one of your uh recent albums mm-hmm. called May, which is actually the same shirt you're wearing right yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah, Is, is, is this a, your shirt?
1: No, they sold it online.
0: They just said meh, and oh. we said,
1: oh, that's perfect. <laughs> it's our album. Yeah, it's our album. Uh, it's it's a a great, free advertisement.
0: It's a great shirt, and uh, this album uh, is called Meh, and it's uh, The Mulligans. You can find them online at all the, all the streaming services, Everything. Apple, iTunes, uh, Spotify, and this song is called Textual Criticism.
1: That was awesome yeah. we had, we had a total pink floyd moment because you have pirates of the caribbean on the tv and it, it really lined up like it was dark side of the moon and wizard of oz it was pretty cool that was <laughs> yeah you have to listen to that whole
0: album and watch the whole movie here and, yeah. and see if it lines up like that perfectly that was awesome
1: uh so what was that song about <laughs> uh it's it's about the bible it's about uh oh, it's okay. actually um our uh bass player was um, grew up in the church and then is no longer part of the church, and it's just the uh, inconsistencies and hypocrisies of the Bible. Oh, okay, and all right. Kind of believing in science, so I dig it. It's it's a fun song, I think. Yeah, I think it's one of our better played songs. So.
0: Excellent song. No, I, I I always am astounded by the quality that you guys have that, that you put in. I mean, obviously, you know, with punk rock it could be pretty lax, could be pretty simple, quote unquote. But when you actually put in the work and put in the the, the dedication to it, and
1: it, it sounds like you guys
0: are a pro band.
1: Well, we had a great engineer, um, Patrick Hills, over at Earth Earthtone um, uh, Records. He, I'm mean, not, not Records, but Earthtone. He has a studio out in Sacramento, and he is—he's okay. unbelievable. He's so great to work with, and he comes out with—he makes us sound much better than we are, which is, <laughs> which is really the greatest compliment we can give him.
0: Yeah, it's amazing what they can do in the studio, yeah.
1: right? Yeah, yeah,
0: good stuff, man. Well, thank you for letting me share that, sure. and uh, people can check you out. Uh, find the O Mulligans, right? Yeah, yeah,
1: we're on Facebook and. Uh, spotify and all the itunes all that fun
0: stuff awesome yeah so um back to vinyl though so uh, how how um how do you how do you feel about vinyl versus the digital sound and cd sound do you feel like because it's like the physical copy the physical media that you just get more raw sound out of it
1: what i like is is not only that when you when you lay it down you put the needle on Mm -hmm. there's that that scratching that you can you can really hear um this audio at its best and that's how mm-hmm. what i like so like we have this at my house um you know we have this really nice uh, audio technica um record player but then the speakers are these kind of like 1980s kind of older speakers cuz i like that warmth i don't like the precision there's some some of the music especially older tracks mm-hmm. sound better not sounding perfect right i like i like that the sounds blend together and um so like i just um to i just bought the uh, harry potter that's like five the first five movies mm-hmm. and so um we have a big again during nerd talk we have a, a big lego station in our in our garage that my wife and my kids we all build legos you guys are no joke
0: i have never seen somebody with such an extravagant setup with 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 legos i mean i i play
1: with legos when i was a kid but never
0: to this level.
1: Good Lord, I'm so happy I got married and have kids because <laughs> if it was just me playing with these Legos, like, I would be single forever. But well, I have a wife not, that's totally on board with it.
0: And, yeah, and it's know. not just you and the kids. It's it's your wife yeah. as well who's totally gung-ho about it. Yeah, she just
1: bought the Disney Castle, and I was telling her to take it, take it easy because, like, that's a lot of money. And she's building it, like, in a straight shot. I'm like, take some time because once this thing is built, we're done with.
0: Right, right. Um,
1: but um, – Wait, wait, wait. You're done with. Like, so what? what are you going to do with it now that it's built? Oh well, we oh god damn it! We're we're, <laughs> <laughs> we're building a a, very, a pop culture village of oh, Disney. So we have okay, uh, we have the Stranger Things buyer's house that nice. it's double sided. So like the top side is normal, and then the bottom it's the upside down. So you can flip it on either side, and you have
0: the and Stranger you, Things house. And you guys
1: already built this? Yeah, that one's already built. Okay, um, I'm currently building a uh, Hogwarts castle, nice. which is this uh, over six thousand piece uh, build. And then we also found a website online that you can buy lighting, so oh. you can actually like. You can put lights in the whole in Hogwarts. We we first started it out with the Ecto One from Ghostbusters. Oh, we have that one, oh, nice. so we put a lighting system in that, and so it's really cool. So yeah, can turn that yeah. thing on. And but, you notice I play a little uh, oh,
0: uh, a little uh, Ghostbusters oh, at Mr. Ad Mr. Mr. Oh, Mr. Mr. Elmer it. Bernstein,
1: man, I yeah. oh, I heard it.
0: Yeah, Elmer Elmer Bernstein. We were talking about him a little bit on our way over to the studio. Yeah, and you were saying that he got his start or he got his his uh, second. Uh, like uh, second b- breath, second breath yeah, of, of yeah. you know his his second introduction back into the uh, scoring world for movies yeah. with
1: comedy with comedies, yeah. And do you, did you were you were saying it was the first one that he did was Airplane? It was one of the first, yeah. I was looking at the IMDb, it's, but Airplane I think was was one of the ones that you took this really much like the movie itself. Mm-hmm. You took a very s- serious, you played it straight, right? And then but there was all this comedy within it, yeah. and much like a um, bursting score. It's played very straight. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's sampling John Williams right now right. in Jaws, but but he but he <laughs> it, the score is, is very it's very mature and it's very it's not it's very robust and it's not it's not just like someone you're not hearing like little slapstick yes like, slapstick and, 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 yeah. and like rah, 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 you're right, hearing right. real music. And everybody knows uh, the airplane oh, theme song. So good.
0: And right away, you could tell uh, you can you could tell the similarities between airplane and Ghostbusters. Right, I've seen Ghostbusters the the one and two probably a million times in my lifetime, and so I know I know all the sounds. Like as soon as I hear just a little bit of a, <laughs> a little bit of a what are those things called the theremin, yeah, like one oh, of yeah. those theremin songs, the ears and perk up. And oh you're yeah. like, oh here I know it exactly comes. what part that 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 song is in the movie. Yes. You know, and. uh but just hearing the similarities right there in uh airplane it's 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 awesome that <clears throat> he's just a great great composer
1: he's a great guy i mean he did uh, uh stripes mm-hmm. uh did a uh, animal house mm-hmm. like yeah again it's this this but if you look, go further back in his in his catalog you're seeing all these serious movies mm-hmm. but then got a second second wind i think that's what it was. Yes. Second, wind. second wind um <laughs> doing comedy and yeah and None more prominent than, than Airplane and Ghostbusters Absolutely, are, uh, two of the
0: best. Uh, So going back to your uh, Legoland.
1: Oh, yeah. So we, we, have, we ended up wiring speakers into the garage. Oh, nice. And so that we could work and listen to music. And, there's, and it has Bluetooth, so I can play my Spotify if I want to. But sure. there's something about grabbing that Harry Potter record and, and pulling it out of the jacket and mm-hmm. sleeve and putting it on there, dropping the needle and hearing it with that little bit of a scratch. I like that. I like that. It's, it feels really nice to, to listen to that. And then even though I'm having to get up every 10 minutes to flip the, the record around, that, I, that's the uh,
0: downside to, of, of listening to LPS,
1: but especially I, in the other room when and, yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. And I, I, but I also feel like that's that's part of the magic of it because you create more of an event. Mm-hmm. You, you sit down, you're actually listening, you have to physically be involved with the listening experience yeah.
1: and it's finding the album too like you know i have all my albums lined up and you know walking up to the wall that mm-hmm. has all my records and then thumbing through them to find the right album yeah. is always a fun pleasure and i'll be like oh what are we listening to today is right it, right is it going to be a movie score or is it going to be the kinks or is it going to be blink 182 i mm-hmm. don't know or is it going to be buddy rich and, and listen to jazz it, it's, it covers that whole gamut and yeah
0: I, I love that. And it's it's totally different than just flipping through your phone and clicking, Oh, what kind of playlist do I want? Oh, I want mm-hmm. punk rock today. Okay. And yeah. it's just set it and forget it. Right. It's it's almost like it's turned music into commercials where you just kind of like on demand, it's just like, okay, well, here we go again. Yeah. But to actually turning it into an event. And that's what that's what I love about Vinyl, And you can get into the intricacies of, of all your setups because, you know, there's different r- town turntables, amplifiers, yeah. speakers, like you mentioned, uh, your speakers from the 80s. I, I agree. I, I have a, unfortunately, my speakers didn't survive, um, but I had a set of speakers similar to yours that I had from the 80s that my parents had when I was growing up and i still have the uh receiver from it mm-hmm. it's like really old school you have to actually activate the buttons in order it's not it's not it's digital but it's not like completely digital and uh, you have to select which channels you want for the yeah. speakers a and b and man i i had this whole surround sound setup with this one thing and i and my way of surround sound was actually daisy chaining the the speaker cables so i'd like have one for the front and one for the back and i would daisy chain both of those wire cables into the same port and they to like <laughs> i'd have to like jam them in there to try to get them and it worked every time but you know it's just the simple things were so so much more simpler than um but yeah i just feel like vinyls are just our our where it's at when it comes to actually listening to music yeah. and, and feeling it and experiencing it.
1: And I know like uh, tapes are coming back, and I'm not I'm not on that wagon yet. And no. I'm like, you know what? I vinyl sounds good. Yeah. Tape sounds like tape. It sounds like shit. Yeah. And that's why VHS isn't coming back either. Guys, like either, <sighs> yeah. either give me digital or give me vinyl. I'll, I'll, one or the other. I don't need tapes.
0: Some mediums just need to pass. Yeah. And they need Let to stay go. dead. Yeah. I mean eight tracks. Even those. Mm-hmm. They're they're trying to bring those back. I've heard of uh, new bands releasing new new tracks on 8-track, too. That's I know, because you had got to find an 8-track. Who track. has a, yeah, it? Yeah. Like? And there there are those, you know, they do those, like, retro uh, throwback machines that probably has, you know, like a cassette, an 8-track, a CD player, all in one. Mm-hmm. But those things sound sound like shit. Yeah. Right. Like they, they just spend all their money into trying to make all those things work together in one machine with the, the sound that they put out is just garbage.
1: Yeah, and nature actually if you like one song, you have to wait for the whole fucking thing to go back around <laughs> before you can listen to it again. So that's stupid. God, like, that's
0: right. Yeah, so stupid. Uh but not stupid, your guys' new album will be out on vinyl. I really that's appreciate exciting. the plug because
1: yeah. we're terrible at plugging our own band. So that's really nice of you. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah. When's your next show?
1: Oh, shit. Don't do that to me. Okay. It's <laughs> somewhere in September. End of September. Look, look okay. for us. You got some time? I think it's at Press Club or somewhere. It? All we'll right. Figure well, it out.
0: I'll, plug your, uh, I'll plug your social media on the oh, yeah. on the show notes. It'll and, be there. Yeah. Cool. Um, so one of the main reasons I have you here is to make sense of all this D23 stuff. Mm-hmm. I can't really digest all of it. I, I was trying to. You came over the other day um, and you caught me catching all the highlights mm-hmm. from the, the, the whole uh, event. But I still didn't get everything that's going on. And I, I, I think that we should really just go over the highlights in your opinion. Like what's the best, what's the worst, what's mm-hmm. going to be happening here. So I think at the top of the list that we're really looking forward to is the Mandalorian. Oh God.
1: Right. Mandalorian. Dude. And this is a story about
0: the, uh, about Boba Fett, the Boundary. No. No? no,
1: not Boba Fett. It's really? The, yeah. So the Mandal, oh God, here we go. Getting nerdy again. Oh. Mandalorian. Get, getting uh, nerdy. Mandalorian is, is a, uh, uh, oh race of warriors um so it's actually a, a tribe of people so the mandalorian is not just Boba fett he is a practitioner of the man of the mandalorian oh way.
0: so this is his or because it's kind of like his origins not
1: even that it follows really? a follow follows a brand new character who is the mandalorian it's played by uh pedro pascal he was in um uh the kingsman the second kingsman movie he was the okay. cowboy guy okay yeah so and he's gonna be in the new wonder woman movie okay um
0: which, by the way, I had no idea what was happening until I walked out of a theater and I saw the poster
1: for it. Well, that's a sexy poster. Yeah. It is, yeah. but I mean, I didn't know. I didn't even know that Wonder Woman was coming yeah, out. Yeah, uh, Kristen movie. Kristen Wigg is in it as one of the villains. She's che- che- Cheetah. Che- no yeah. way. Yeah, Kristen Wigg is a villain. Yeah, it's gonna okay. be fun. I'm on board. All right, take, take my money.
0: We'll see about it. Yeah. So a- Mandalorian is is not nor because we found out. The origin of Boba Fett in the uh, in prequels. the prequels yeah. of Star Wars, yeah. right? Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Um, so, of course, everybody knows that. We don't have to recap that. Nope. All you nerds, you should know that. Yeah. Um, so, what's going on with the Mandalorian?
1: Well, so this show, it's, it's the showrunner is John Favreau, okay. who we all know and love. Mm-hmm. You know, did I directed the first two IMN movies, directed Lion King, Jungle, Jungle Book. Book he, yeah. he is the Disney's. You know, Golden Child. Golden right Child. Right now. Yeah, I think he just became like one of the Disney legends. So I
0: saw that too. Yeah, yeah him, he was and, him and Robert
1: Downey and Disney Legend. Yeah, so he's showrunning this. They have directors like um, Taika Watiti. Mm-hmm. who did uh, Thor, the newest Thor Ragnarok movie. So he is hilarious. hilarious, and he's playing one of the characters. He's playing the sidekick droid. Oh, to the Mandalorian, so that's you're gonna hear this great New Zealand kind of accent when this robot, which is gonna be, I think, will be really fun. I really like that guy,
0: he, yeah. I, and I thought that he, I thought that 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 voice was uh, the other New Zealander guy. He was in uh, 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 what we do in the shadows. Oh, J- Jeremy
1: Clement. Yeah, the, Jeremy the guy, Clement. Yeah, from Jermaine, Fly the Concord Jermaine. Jermaine, Jermaine Yeah, from Fly of the Concord. Hey, obviously, which, you
0: know the New Zealand accent was yeah. really what tipped me off, but once I IMDb'd it, it was a totally different dude.
1: Yeah. And I love Jermaine But they all work together, uh, Taika and, and Jermaine, because they did What what We Do in the Shadows oh, together. Oh, they did that together. They did, they did it together, oh, yeah. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah, I guess New Zealand's small a, a small world over there. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so he's in it. Okay. Um, they have, uh, I was really excited to see that Bill Burr got announced his, that he's is, in it. This is a
0: huge deal for Bill Burr. Well,
1: it's big because if you ever listen to his, watch his interviews, he hates Star Wars. Really? He hates it. He said he watched it for the first time when he was like in his like 20s and was like hmm. like okay i guess if this if i was a kid i would love this but this is now as an adult is i'm seeing this and it's not that good okay so it's really funny that he's that he hated it but yet he's in the show and, well, and obviously well, the
0: paycheck is good oh yeah
1: and if you get in good with disney i think you're gonna be fine oh yeah
0: i mean yeah. like when once once you're signed up for a marvel movie I mean, yeah. if you're a part of the team, you're getting a paycheck, right? Whether it's Robert Downey Jr. money versus, you know, uh, what's the guy, the Hawkeye guy, uh, uh, Jeremy Renner. Jeremy Renner, yeah, yeah. You know, I don't think he's getting the same. He can't keep a franchise level. to
1: save his life, man. Exactly. Like, yeah, the Bourne franchise and that Witch and the Witch Hunter one, Hansel and Gretel, that didn't do anything. Didn't stick. No, no. He, that poor guy. Yeah. But, so it's got him, it's got um do we know what Bill
0: Burr is playing in in this or? he hasn't
1: said um there there's talk that in the trailer that you can see a glimpse of his bald head as he's walking away. Uh, okay. like oh, that's Bill Burr I'm like, okay sure, why not? <laughs> yeah um but I'm looking forward to see this like you know Boston accent in, yeah. in the Star Wars universe yeah. should be pretty funny, um so they got him, they have Carl Weathers who was in Rocky, you know, mm-hmm. Apollo Creed and he was in a uh, predator, he's playing a character in it they have um. One of the things I really liked, is they have Gus from Breaking Bad as one of the main antagonists. And oh, nice. Yeah, he's playing uh, someone on the uh, side of the Empire that's kind of chasing down the Mandalorian. He was in,
0: uh, whoever played Gus in in uh, Breaking Bad, I can't remember his name.
1: Oh. I'm so off. It's, it's wonky, dude. I tried looking it he, up. And he's I'm a like, Mexican guy, right? Yeah, yeah, my I can't even pronounce his name, so I just... He said, was in the boys
0: too. Did you ever, Did you ever watch uh, the I, boys? I have on not Prime? watched
1: the boys yet. I oh. know I need to. It's and,
0: that Amazon Prime original. It's about superheroes in the modern day world, yeah. and you know, there's actual consequences to their actions, and their. It's a dirty underbelly, seedy world that mm-hmm. they live in, um, and Gus plays one of the higher ups in the company that plays uh, a role in in in. Uh, uh, facilitating all the superheroes
1: okay. so is he kind of rehashing his gus character not
0: really he kind of plays an uppity like ceo type of guy just like straight lace business dude okay um but it's it's still he's you know it's gus yeah. he's great um and we're gonna tease a little bit more about the breaking bad stuff here a little mm. bit later mm. uh i'm excited about mm. it uh but who, what, what else is going on with the Mandalorian?
1: Well, I know that they have a. It's going to be a ten episode arc. They're only going to release it once a week, so they're going to make you wait, which is, I think, is a smart thing to do rather than dumping them all at once. But it really is. It's Disney Plus's kind of flagship. Okay, they're coming out. They're coming out strong with this show. They, I think, even uh, Emily Blunt's directing an episode. No kidding. Yeah. So they they're they're hiring and they put. I think I think they said each episode cost like one hundred and twenty five million dollars each episode. They did something along something along those lines where. They they put money into this Holy show, which, shit. which I'm happy for because I, as much as I love superhero movies, mm-hmm. I hate superhero shows. Right. Like all the stuff on the CW. Oh yeah, um, Flash and Arrow and everything. Because like Gotham, did you like, like just, that? At no, because I don't think they put the money into. They don't put. There's nothing in the budget for the CG to be done right. Right, and it takes me so far out of it that mm-hmm. I'm like, I just can't fucking get into this. That's where I was at with the Orville when that first
0: came out. Mm-hmm. Um, the 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 uh, what's his name? Seth McFarland, thank you. Uh, that 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 the, the, I just thought it was a rip off of Star Trek, and I wasn't like a huge Star Trek fan. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. since since the Orville came out, uh, I, I've given it a shot, and I loved I loved it. Uh, it's a great show, and I feel like because it's just great writing. Um, but you know, I, I've I've grown to kind of put the whole. S- Special effects, TV version stuff aside.
1: I guess if you have strong writing, you can do that. The and that's is, it. Yeah, the CW is very melodramatic. And, sure. And there's just definitely no, plays to teens. There's and, no substance right. to
0: to the writing there, yeah. and it's like they're just depending on the characters just to be there and, so, and people yeah. to watch.
1: My wife loves it. My wife loves all those shows, so she watches them. So apparently, it appeals to people who can put that. I just can't do it. So it's the same yeah. reason I can't watch Doctor Who. Oh, yeah. I can't watch Doctor Who. Everyone's like, oh, I watched Doctor Who. It was the greatest show. I watched it. I'm like, I can't fucking do this. My wife me.
0: loves Doctor Who. And I, I've I've watched a little bit of it. And the David Tennant version of the Doctor. Mm-hmm. I love David Tennant as an actor. Yeah. Um, I, I appreciated that. I, I, I liked that version of it. But any other version, I just kind of like, ah, eh, it's okay. I'd rather watch something else.
1: Yeah. But yeah, they're coming out with this this Mandalorian, which I'm I'm all for, and they have so this they, is they have a couple other spinoffs too. And well, but the, but
0: first, the Mandalorian will be out when Disney Plus comes out. Yeah, I think initially. November twelfth. Right, so that'll be like right when it comes out, first episodes available, yeah. and then you're gonna have to wait every week for another hundred twenty five million dollar episode. Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay, and uh, so what what else is going on?
1: Uh, I know that? that for Star Wars Land, they they they're still have um uh a TV show based off of the Rogue One character, Cassian Andor, who was played by Diego Luna. uh uh-huh. um, You know, he died at the end of Rogue One. Oh, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. He dead. Um, <laughs> but they're following his kind of adventures leading up to Rogue uh-huh. One. So I think it's like, Three or four years before that—that's all they really gave on him. So they okay. have—he has his own show coming out. So but,
0: well, just to backtrack, just one second, because you're mentioning like timelines here. Oh goddamn! It's—it can be pretty confusing.
1: There's a picture up. They, They—they did a picture where they showed the timeline where every character or every movie or TV mm-hmm. show is landing within the timeline.
0: Right. And with so, the with the old movies and the new movies yeah. and the prequels, even. Yeah. So where does the Mandalorian fall? Do you know?
1: The Mandalorian is, I think. It's between Jedi and Force Awaken. No, I'm sorry, take that back. It's between the prequels and A New Hope. Oh, okay. Um, so this so, is still early days. Yeah, because I, I believe it's nineteen years between oh. the last prequel movie and then A New Hope, the first Got Star it. Wars movie that they did. Got it. And so I think this is like around like year four. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Should be good. And then Cassie and Andor's kinda of taking place in that same time frame. Um but the one the big thing they announced that, that I was so happy about. They brought out Ewan McGregor, who, mm-hmm. who's repraising Obi-Wan Kenobi for a TV series nice. that's taking place during the same time as the Solo movie. Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: That's going to be good.
1: I am so happy. He's Actually, my wife and I, we got uh, tickets to the Star Wars celebration. So, so of all these conventions, they have one that's purely for Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to take the kids and, and we're going to go down and see that. So my wife and I are super excited because they're probably going to tell us more about ah. Obi-Wan. So I'll be... I'll be the insider.
0: And all and, and Ewan McGregor might show up and might make a little appearance. Yeah, I'm gonna right?
1: scream like a little girl <coughs> when he does. So I'm gonna hit a lot of hello there, hello there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's gonna be good. And so, uh, is there any? Are there anything else planned for Star Wars? Is that pretty much like the highlights? That of, that was the big that. highlight
1: stuff. Okay. Um, you know, Star Wars Land, I know, kind of didn't land as as uh, successful as I think Disney wanted to. So uh, at Disneyland, yeah, the um, really. You know, I, I get it. There's a lot of people that, um, one, I think they were trying, they did so well on crowd control mm-hmm. that people were like, fuck it, I'm not going there. The place is going to be a madhouse. Mm-hmm. So people didn't show up there. But also, you know, when we were kids, um, Star Wars was it. Mm-hmm. If, if you wanted to watch an epic adventure, you watched Star Wars. That's all you really had for you. Right. Um, but now it's Star Wars, it's Marvel, it's DC, mm-hmm. it's. It's Harry Potter. It's it's there's so many options. I don't think Star Wars is sticking with kids the way that it stuck with us, right? And so um, you know, hopefully that they're you know they're trying to make still pull them in and, and get it going and try to build up more. I think attendance at the Star Wars. So they didn't really talk too much about that. They did announce that they're doing a whole Adventures Land. Oh, nice! At Disneyland. Okay. I, um, I was just in Disneyland uh, last year, and that's all It was all California Adventure, where Bugs Life used to be, mm-hmm. is all blocked off, and that's where they're building. Building the Avengers. Oh, nice! And yeah. they've
0: already started that with the Guardians of the Galaxy ride right there. Yeah, yeah, they, they so. turned the
1: the terror, Tower of Terror into right. the Guardians of the Galaxy right? right. Yeah. Did you guys go on that? Was it? Good? No, my wife is terrified of like the drop one. Well, she's oh, she does like okay. rides all together, okay. but the one where you drop, she's like, no, thank you. And so. <laughs> <laughs> um, we just we just did other things so okay yeah.
0: sweet sweet. Um, what's what what are the next big things planned for Disney? Are there any like live action stuff that they're going to be doing? Yeah, they're doing
1: another live action of uh, Lady and the Tramp. Are they really? Yeah. Wait wait wait. Live
0: action Lady and the Tramp, like they did with like the Lion King, where it's all CG.
1: It's more like can not even akin to jungle book it's it's like all the characters are real people but then the dogs are real dogs oh. but then they kind of you know they do cg over their mouth to make them talk oh, okay so they're gonna have the same emoting problem that that I lion agree. king had because you can't show emotions well dogs might be better because they have eyebrows yeah so the dogs can show emotions that's true yeah. but did you,
0: were you impressed by by the uh by the lion king did you watch that i did yeah.
1: i did and um but does that problem about emoting was the big thing. Yeah, um, You know, what makes the animated version so great is that they can do so much with colors and then with the motions on the faces mm-hmm. and you got these big, bright purples. You got giraffes standing on top of hippos. You're not going to get that in as which you, you think if you're going to have talking animals, why not go full tilt and have them be crazy, wonky characters? But that's right. not the route they decided to go.
0: And it, it, it I think it added an effect that made it a little bit more real, obviously, like more realistic. Yeah. But like terrifying almost because yeah. it was just like the animal kingdom doing what it does mm-hmm. and i feel like that's what that's what made all the kids that were in the theater with me screaming at the top <laughs> of their lungs at like four or five years old oh we didn't get that
1: right? <coughs> but well i did have a little girl sitting next to me that was like when when mufasa died she she brought tissues with her because she knew she obviously saw the anime oh, yeah, was, yeah, so she knew yeah. it was coming yeah so <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'm sitting there. Oh, here's Did you your ask him? Gonna... <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, wiping my tears. Can I borrow you one know? of those? Yeah, I thought they actually. Uh, I wish they had kept Jeremy Irons. Oh, I like know. like James Earl Jones is great, but yeah. there's nothing he does. There was no real affect to his role. He just yeah. kind of just read his lines. Is a statement. Yeah, and Jeremy Irons, like, if you watch the animated version, he, you can tell he's getting in the groove of, of playing this voice, mm-hmm. which um the guy, I, I can't pronounce his name, who did Scar this time around, he was fine. Yeah. And that's really what I have to say about this movie. It's fine. Yeah. like It's still... Great in terms of it's the same Lion King story. So if you like the animated, the story is the same. You're gonna love it exactly. But in terms of execution, it's it's fun,
0: right? And I feel like they robbed uh, Scar's best. The, the best oh. part of the, of the movie was Scar's song yeah. "Be Prepared," yeah. and they completely butchered it and well, they shortened were, it. And they were it gonna, was not the
1: same. They were gonna cut it all together. Really? They they had even said that they that whole song was gonna get cut and uh to so make way the, for beyonce's
0: new song yeah exactly
1: yeah. and so people got all butthurt and so they said okay well we'll kind of have them um, talk sing through it yeah. like it's a spoken word almost. i didn't
0: like it yeah i don't approve
1: no that's bring back irons but but this new uh, lady in the tramp movie which um so they stand is the the real dogs but then they kind of animate over their mouth mm-hmm. but what the cool story i liked about it is that the uh the dog they got to play tramp is a rescue dog they got it from a shelter uh, oh, okay. from a pound. They got him from the pound, and like, right. so they were like, "Oh, this dog looks like the Tramp. This is going to be our dog." And I'm like, "You know what? Okay, I like that. You, res- right. you guys rescued a dog, gave him a new lease on life. Yeah, you know he was uh, he was walking the red carpet, which the, you know I will never get to do, but the fucking dog did. So you know, good for him. That's cool. Yeah. yeah so I was, I'm like, all right, that, that's, that's so this a, will cool this will be a Disney Plus exclusive. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be a movie like a, a straight, to, you know, not straight to DVD, but right. it's going to be a movie that's going to be on Disney Plus. Cool, cool." Yeah, and then um you know they're doing other thing. I think they're coming out with a Corella Deville movie. They showed uh really? they showed Emma Stone as Cruella Deville, Oh looks like, yeah, it's like punk rock Cruella
0: Deville. Great casting choice. So yeah. maybe like a younger Cruella Deville. Yeah. Okay. Yeah,
1: so I'm on board. Dig
0: there, it. Know, take my money. What's uh what's Miss Marvel first Muslim lead? Uh, yes. What's this? What is this? So
1: Ms. Marvel, there's a series of comics about Ms. Marvel, not Captain Marvel, separate character. I think they have the same powers. Mm-hmm. Um, But Ms. Marvel is a Muslim uh, superhero. Okay. In the Marvel universe, first ever. First ever. Well, she's getting her own live action show with a Muslim lead. So now, so there's going to be some representation on Mm -hmm. Disney Plus because they're doing that. They're doing a She Hulk movie. She Hulk. She Hulk. So if you took. The hulk and you made it a woman and then you also made her a lawyer Ah, uh, okay which which i understand is supposed to be live action which is i'm like is it going to be like ally mcbill and like but uh. with the she-hulk <laughs> but it's gonna be you know I don't, like that's the one i'm kind of like oh that's i don't know how i'm gonna feel about that one when it lands like because you're gonna have this big green monster will be as a lawyer yeah it'll be interesting okay wait 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 wait
0: wait so she'll be a hulk but a lawyer at the same time or will she be a hulk at night and a lawyer by day
1: that's a great question. I don't know. Yeah, and, and how I, I imagine her being a, a, a female Hulk as a lawyer, right. like kind of like she, how Bruce Banner was in yeah. the Avengers yeah. uh,
0: Endgame. Like where she yells objection
1: normal. and like talk, like pitches the table across the room. She Hulk, objects. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that'll that'll be good, I guess. Yeah, um, they have another
1: one called Moon Knight. Honestly, oh, what's this? Couldn't, t- couldn't tell you. That's couldn't just you. a mystery. <laughs> it's another Marvel character that I just never. Oh, okay. Never got around to, but. All right. I don't know. I'm sorry. I should have came prepared for that
0: one. There's, an, there's enough to cover here. It's okay. There's,
1: and then they got all the fucking movies coming out. They got The Eternals coming out, which is going to have Salma Hayek and, and Angelina Jolie. Um, my family personally, we're really excited because there's going to be the first deaf Superhero, oh. and I have a deaf daughter and a, and a deaf son. So, my when I told my daughter, I'm like, there's gonna be a deaf superhero, she's like, What? Oh, my well, she didn't gosh. say what, she signed it. She was like, What? Yeah, and she was like, Who is it? And I showed her <laughs> the actress. she's like, Yes, it's so awesome. So, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm very I'm someone who definitely believes in reputation, uh, reputation, uh, representation. Thank you, yeah. representation matters. Oh, so, I'm yeah. totally on board with all they have a Shang Chi and the Ten Rings movie coming out. So, you're gonna have your first Asian, uh, led superhero movie. What, wait who's
0: where is this what this universe is this fall in? is this another that's marvel? marvel that's all marvel okay. man and
1: they're actually playing off of um the uh, the mandarin from okay. Iron Man 3 remember it was played by Bing Kingsley and then he was like it pulled the rug under you wasn't really him yeah, spoiler alert! yeah 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 so they're going to have the actual mandarin which is one of Iron Man's biggest villains is oh. going to be the villain of this movie okay so i'm on board take my money they're, they're doing another <laughs> thor movie called love and thunder you're going to have your first um lesbian Superhero lead, um, the woman who played Valkyrie, mm-hmm. uh, who's a lesbian in real life.
0: Oh, I didn't know that she, that I didn't, I didn't know that her character was a lesbian as yeah, well. Yeah,
1: she's going to be on, from what I understand, she's going to be on the hunt for her queen.
0: Excellent. So yeah, a, I, I like her a character a lot. Well,
1: I like her just in general. Tessa yeah. Thompson, she is, yeah. she's so lovely. Yeah. And uh, she's a great actress. Her and and, and Chris Hemsworth's uh, chemistry in Thor movie yeah. was fantastic. Women Black sucked ass, but... Oh yeah, yeah
0: they they were did the it's same they were they were partners in the yeah. Men of Black movies yeah, too the, the international the
1: lightning did not strike twice I
0: you didn't know, see was, that one It's bad Is it? It's so bad. Yeah. Don't do it. Okay. You can you can avoid that one. Not <sighs> even for free? No. Not even worth it? No. No. Right.
1: It's just, it just has none of the spirit of the original movies. And I think because you know the the original ones you see a lot of real creature effects effects again it's that tactile. Yeah yeah. It's like you've seen real real movie making and this is all right. CG characters they kind of miss this it was supposed to be like aliens living in the our world and how mm-hmm. they would interact and that's interesting but mm-hmm. when you just have every alien walking down the street like no one gives a shit yeah it's like well you kind of
0: you're kind of losing some of the mystery right? sure sure yeah so, and they did they did have all their monsters were like real yeah real effects yeah I think um in the original men in
1: yeah. Yeah, yeah they were great good stuff they were great um but they're giving thor another sequel with uh Taika Waititi coming back and and directing it, and so I'm I'm on board because they did a total total shift yeah. between the first two two Thor movies um, to this third one where they just kind of went you know what fuck it let's just have fun with this movie yeah let's let's give it the thespian that thor is and just make it an actual just bonkers movie because they're in space you can do whatever you want
0: so much fun the ragnarok movie is i think my favorite thor movie i did.
1: think i listed it as my number one yeah. uh, um, as my favorite marvel movie that they made
0: so do you think we're going to get fat thor in love and thunder Ah. Uh. Do you think he's going to lose some weight? Yeah, I think they're going to
1: make him lose weight. I know he really pushed to keep the fat suit into that final battle in Endgame, <laughs> so I think they're going to be like, all right, listen, we gave you the final battle. Yeah. You know, hit the gym, take that, off the that fat. That was you know, so you know,
0: much fun. I uh, thought that was like Unexpected and Such hilarious. a show stealer, yeah. that whole thing, with, it, with uh, Thor getting fat. So funny. so funny, and
1: it gave fat guys... Uh, like a uh, whole lease on life when it came to going to comic cons and doing and doing cosplay that's right because right. all of a sudden like you know you could only be like the Stay puff marshmallow man uh, right. as a fat person <laughs> you, so you had to like my options are limited i got that i got Job of the hut yeah. like i got so it was nice for them to be like oh no there's a real superhero that i can you know show my gut and and say it's <laughs> say i'm a superhero hey, I'm, thor. I'm thor what I got, do you want God of thunder that's awesome yeah.
0: So yeah, that's great. I didn't know that uh, she was gonna have a lesbian lead there. Yeah, that's really cool. And then they have a yeah.
1: uh, the Game of Black Widow movie uh, in spider alert, she died in Endgame. I don't know if you knew this, but she did. She did. She sacrificed herself. That's but they're, right. They're, they're rocking an origin story for oh good for her. And the thing that I love about it because you know she's this she doesn't have the accent, but she's a Russian spy. That's how mm-hmm. her origin is. Mm-hmm. Um, they got David Harbor from. Stranger Things. Yes, I love this guy. He's playing the Red Guardian, which is the Russian version of Captain America. Really? Yeah. So take my money. Holy I'm fucking, crap! I love that he is in this movie. I love that he's in the Marvel universe now. He's such a and great actor. He is. Such a Although, guy. how do you
0: feel about the uh, <sighs> the remake that they uh, did of uh, Hellboy?
1: It hurt my heart. Right. It hurt my heart because I'm such a Hellboy fan. I have a Hellboy tattoo. I'm a big. Guillermo del Toro fan. Mm-hmm. Like, he's probably one of my favorite all-time directors. And it was so sad he didn't get to make his third movie with Ron Perlman, who was so perfect. And when I heard David Harbour was cast, I said, hey, if we're not going to get Guillermo's movie, I'm totally on board with with David Harbour playing Hellboy. And they just bossed it the fuck up. And I know a, there was a lot of behind-the-scene troubles where mm. they, you know the producers were arguing with the directors. And from one of the stories I read, they um, this the director had this director photography that he used in like every one of his movies. And the producers came in and said, Oh, that guy, he's fired. Really? Just to as a show of force to be like, this is what we can do. Oh. And so there's, if you ever hear the tension behind the scenes and, you know, it's going to be rough on the, yeah, on the execution. That's true. And, and they, they went full R which was I can appreciate because people mm-hmm. are getting bodies ripped in half and I'm like oh, that's awesome I'm right, on right. I'm on board with that but the overall story execution and it just it did not have any of the spirit that I was hoping it would have because yes. either they tried to kind of bridge this middle ground between like hard R and what Guillermo did with the first two Hellboy movies and it's like listen pick a hole yeah pick a hole and and go and commit to it right we didn't get that and it was a messy movie that's too bad that's set up for a sequel that you you immediately know like they're not getting the sequel yeah but at least hey you know what he's in the he's in the marvel universe a little redemption there redemption yeah i think we'll have a good time there and
0: he'll always have stranger things and oh yeah yeah. he's he's a great actor there's a little like awkward uh a movie that they did on netflix called dr frankenstein's frankenstein's monster yeah um, it's yeah. it's really weird. It's kind of like a mockumentary thing of David Harbor looking back at his dad's career as an actor and his dad's his is that real?
1: Is it a documentary? Or is it's it a, a mockumentary. Mockumentary. Okay, okay.
0: Yeah. So it's 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 obviously like you know tongue in cheek, very uh, uh, like he he plays like somebody who's trying to figure out his dad's origins mm. and and where he went. And his dad is supposedly like this huge thespian who. Um, went to Juilliard, but really didn't go to Juilliard. But always totes touts about him going to Juilliard. And obviously, David Harbor plays his dad, and mm. then he plays mm. his grandpa, and so they like you know go back and forth from present day him trying to figure it out. Like,
1: and t- it's only half hour, right? Yeah, they knocked really... that into a half hour. <clears throat> yeah, that, that sounds like that sounds like a lot of it story was, for a half hour. It was shows. a
0: dense uh, a dense story, but because of the simplicity and because of how silly and ridiculous mm. it is they're able to pull it off but it was it was really well made was I he mean, good yeah i mean david harbert yeah. he's a great actor I, I but i think that because it was i feel like he got a little bit of creative freedom mm. in, in order to like you know kind of just be himself <laughs> yeah. and yeah it was just all all fun and games
1: mm. you think he's dead in stranger things no yeah no
0: i don't think he's dead no. I, mean, I think he's the american stuck in the uh the, like in, yeah. you know at the end of
1: spoiler alert and by the
0: way uh, the last season of you had things. fucking uh,
1: two months. Get over it, people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I, I don't think he died. No, I think that he like
0: somehow got sucked up into the underground or the uh, upside down, or he ran off just in time. Yeah. To I, miss I mean, if you, gonna, if you were going to,
1: if you were going to commit, like they would have committed because yeah. they had, she had, you know, 11s in the story and she's yeah. crying. I'm crying. My wife's crying. Everyone's yeah, crying. Yeah. But like, if he had really died, they would have had the body. They would have right. shown the body. But, I really think they would have shown the body,
0: but because of the way that that device makes people
1: evaporate, yeah. But and you wouldn't, explode. you wouldn't then tease the American, the, the American. Yeah. I think if because then that that's really pulling the rug under you if it comes back and it's not the American. Yeah. It's like, well, you definitely built it up for this to not right. have it be him, and then that kind of devalues. Either way, I think they kind of devalued the death. One, yeah. either he didn't really die. You didn't
0: so. see. He didn't get any definitive. Yeah answer which is brilliant on the on the filmmakers Mm -hmm. part and that teaser at the end Mm -hmm. where the american is in that so
1: so if he didn't come back it would be that would be a little annoyed because it was like why why then tease it if it's not him why Mm -hmm. would you tease it And and what
0: what if he comes back and he's like part demogorgon part and they have to take They have to take the organ out of them. Yeah, something. Oh, that'd be cool. Put me in the writers' room. I can do that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love uh,
0: Dave. Dave does uh, an amazing job with that show. And,
1: and yeah. you know what? I got to give props to to Netflix, man. They they really because you know Disney Plus is going to be a huge mm-hmm. hit to their streaming service, but I'm not getting rid of Netflix because they they're still kind of filling that kind of adult yeah um, niche. Because, I like, go, oh, Disney, you guys got your Ladies and Tramps, you got your Star Wars, you got your Marvel, you know what? We're going to toss in some adult stuff. So they, I kind of laughed because yesterday I'm walking, my wife and I are out um, running errands, and I open up Facebook and I see this trailer for El Camino. Mm-hmm. And this is this Breaking Bad movie that they're making mm-hmm. following uh, Jesse, which I'm all for, man. Like, give give me that movie. But they, they dropped it right in the middle of, of D23, which you're like, okay, that was Netflix kind of flexing some muscle to say okay you guys got all this kid stuff we're gonna do breaking bad here's your breaking bad movie here's your teaser which is a brilliant teaser it's a great just kind of lead in setting up mystery oops hey take it easy sorry man take it easy <laughs> but really kind of setting up what this movie's going to be and, and um i'm super excited and for the breaking bad movie
0: it was perfect timing, in my opinion. This this year has been nothing but great things for things that I like, and to have a Breaking Bad movie come out is. Did you know all, it was coming? No, all I did, I just didn't know it was coming so quick. October. And
1: they should have warned me. Yeah, that release date's in October next month, man. Yeah,
0: but they just finished into my eye, and I just wasn't <laughs> prepared for it. Um, but here, here's the teaser, real quick, if you haven't caught yeah, we did it yet. That audio. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what to tell you. I said like. 500 times already,
1: I have no idea where he is. Don't know where he's headed either. North, south, west, east, Mexico, the moon.
0: I don't have a clue. But yo, even if I did, who wouldn't tell you? Cause I've been watching the news, same as everybody else. I've seen that little cage of his they kept him in. I heard about what all they did to him to make sure he kept cooking so sorry. I don't know what to tell you. No way I'm helping you people put Jesse Pinkman back inside a cage. Welcome home, 10,
1: 11, Just <sighs> I Come on, Jesse. Barely a month away.
0: Yeah, I know. And I'm so excited about this, honestly. With uh, the way that Breaking Bad ended, I imagine that uh Walter White will be handcuffed to a hospital
1: bed. I hope not. I hope he's dead. Really? Just, I do. I love love that character, but I think he had such a perfect arc and he was he left where he died in the place where he built his empire. Mm-hmm. And I thought well, at least it's supposedly you don't know if he's dead or not, but I right. really hope that's kind of where they left him that he, his story is done. Yeah. You know, I think anything else would just be fan service, but his story he had a great arc. From this cancer patient to this drug lord mm-hmm. and ended... Saving Jesse's life. Saving Jesse's life, but then also, I mean, poor Jesse. That guy, if you, you know, you watched that show mm-hmm. and that the trailer says it perfectly. They tortured this kid through this entire series. Mm-hmm. And so, like, the bane of his existence is gone. He's free. And I think that let's move on. I'm totally fine with moving on with Jesse's life Yeah. after that. Because, you know, there's other people involved in this drug world that are probably after him, which is what the show is kind of indicating. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just think, I think having Walter still be alive would just kind of soil this story.
0: You're right. I think it would be fan-serving, mm-hmm. and I would be totally happy with that because I love Walter White, but I do feel like you're right. It would soil the story a little bit. I love how pure they kept that whole series. I mean, Breaking Bad will probably be the top show, in my opinion, my my favorite show ever made mm-hmm. of all time. Yeah. Um, Vince Gilligan is just brilliant he did a brilliant job with this show and i think a lot of that though is credit to how it evolved on its own because mm-hmm. they had a different vision when the show started they right. didn't they didn't even think that jesse was going to survive the first season right. but because he and walter white uh had such great chemistry they just had to keep riding right. him into and, the show
1: and what i like is that what they did with this show which is not what they did with a lot of shows like x-files has this problem they let them end it mm-hmm. he said okay look we're doing five seasons and mm. and let us end after this five seasons so that they can plant seeds, but then still pay them off. Lost had that issue too. Yeah. Where Lost, they would kind of tease these these little kind of hints and everything, but they never knew when they were going to cancel. So right. they, they could never fully explore them because it was like, well, are we coming back for our next season? Should we just end this now? Yeah. Or do we drag this out? As soon as but, that
0: smoke monster came yeah, out, it was over. Yeah.
1: So when you have a definitive ending, you can write that ending and then you can go backwards and then mm-hmm. fill in all the stuff all the missing parts and the X-Files had that problem too yeah. where they just never knew when they were going to end so they would open up these plots that just never got resolved because mm-hmm. they kept pushing them out and then they got canceled
0: and I loved the smoking man I feel like his arc was going to be the one that brought it all together but it was such a resounding thud and, at the end of that series yeah. and and I was a late bloomer to X-Files mm-hmm. I, I didn't start watching it until Gosh, like three or four years ago.
1: Oh, yeah, because you know that theme song, Scared the Shit of Us, out yeah, of Us as a Kid. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: I, was like, I just didn't think I, I could have appreciated it as much as I did um, as a kid uh, versus now. And watching it all and experiencing it as an adult, um, I loved it. And I, I really did like how they were able to. Do different stories similar to like uh, the Twilight Zone, where Mm -hmm. it was kind of an anthology, where you just have different things happening here and there. But then there was those recurring story arcs. Yeah, pepper
1: in those recurring arcs. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
0: yeah. And I feel like the Smoking Man was like the biggest, the biggest thing that kept me wanting more of that. And it was such a just such a dud. Yeah, Cause they didn't the know, end. they didn't
1: know where to end them. It's so bad. Yeah. It's, the so bad. Yeah, it's a sad. Um,
0: but Vince Gilligan was a big part of that as well. He was.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I actually, so he learned, he probably learned from it. and exactly. was like, you know what? We're putting, we an end game on this thing.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, uh, now, you know, they're opening up the books again and I didn't even, I didn't even think they needed to make better call Saul, you know, the whole mm-hmm. origin story of, uh, Saul Goodman's, uh, right. uh, arc there. And, It was okay at first, but I felt like it just didn't really need to be there. He's
1: a stronger as the support rather than the lead. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. And he's a great character. Great actor. I I really do like him. But um, as far as like the Breaking Bad universe went, it just really didn't need to be made.
1: Yeah. I hope they do really well with with Jesse because I know that actor um, hasn't really done like he's been in a couple of movies that. He was in that Need for Speed movie that no one saw. Yeah, Aaron Paul. Aaron Paul. He's
0: kind of got a rough deal. He played a Eye, in, Eye in the Sky as well mm-hmm. with a Helen Mirren. Yeah, yeah. That was yeah, actually uh, a pretty good Alan movie. Rickman too,
1: isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Alan Rickman. Yeah. I think it was his last movie before he died. That's right. Yeah, poor, I love that guy. Yeah, he poor was, Alan Rickman. Uh, poor Hans. Ah, yes, Hans Gruber. Hans. Um, <laughs> um, but then he had a show, uh, Aaron Paul had a show on Hulu, which I never watched. But The following. Yeah, that's it. That I wasn't was, very good. It wasn't good? No.
0: Yeah, It was about a cult, and he was like trying to save the people from the cult. I, I'm not quite sure. And I, honestly, I, I watched probably like the first four or five episodes, mm. and it did not grab me. Yeah.
1: yeah, that's a bummer. It is. So hopefully, he'll he'll kind of channel back into that Jesse Pinkman again and give us that, that charm and that we love so much.
0: I'm so excited. There's just so many exciting things going on, and and I think one of the biggest things that I'm excited about in the next year is Ghostbusters. Oh my god. It's, I think it's one of the best things that they could have announced uh, since they announced the female Ghostbusters. Because at first I was like, okay, all right, that'll be kind of cool, I guess.
1: Yeah, I got a good because I was, um, you know, I didn't, I didn't have an issue with the fact that they had a female leads. So that wasn't a yeah. problem with it. I think the right it came down to the writing. I just yeah. think it was really weak. Um, but I remember being excited about that because my daughter was excited about. Yeah, that. yeah. Because she watched, um, she watched Ghostbusters the original. She loves it. Mm-hmm. She loves Bill Murray to. Death. really she's got like the like this little lego lego brick heads of characters and mm-hmm. they have one of, of his character and ghostbusters plays vankton mm-hmm. and she has that and she loves it and she oh. loves because she wants to be a ghostbuster this year actually for halloween awesome so loves that movie she was super hyped to see women in the ghostbusters movie mm-hmm. and so she went and saw it, and she came out she was like eh, that's fine she goes, I'll go back to the other one. Really? Yeah. Just because the story didn't didn't. There's just nothing about it that like, grabbed much. her as much. Yeah. Um, but this one I'm totally on board with, especially because they have um the original writer and director Ivan Reitman, his son, Jason nice. Reitman, is directing, wrote and directed this movie. And he said he he had a story to tell. Because at first he they always talked about, oh, you're gonna do you're gonna follow in your dad's footsteps and do a Ghostbuster movie. It's like, nah, don't have a story to tell, but now he's got one. But what's kind of cool is that he's a very much a, a A kind of dark comedy serious director Mm -hmm. because he's done juno he did up in the air thank you for smoking which have comedy elements but are kind of dark comedies and a little bit more serious movies
0: thank you thank you for smoking is probably one of the most underrated movies of all time it's a gem yeah Yeah, aaron eckhart is kills it amazing in that movie yeah and and i feel like a darker comedy is perfect for ghost i mean ghostbusters one and two were kind of dark comedies yeah they had a lot more darker elements than comedy moments in them. But because of the, the, the amazing cast of comedic actors,
1: they were able to pull that off. Yeah, and they're playing with the same characters. Like it's the same universe. Like the Ghostbusters they did with the all female cast mm-hmm. does not take place in the same universe that the original Ghostbusters did. Right. But this one does. So all the original characters are back, minus uh, Harold Ramis, who passed away. Yeah. Um, but then they've added new characters, they added uh, Paul Rudd is is gonna be in it perfect casting genius. he's gonna i think he's gonna add that real kind of almost uh, bill murray-esque okay kind of, that's what i feel like he'll bring to the table yeah but, but then you know again tying back to stranger things they got flynn wolfhard the kid from stranger things is gonna be in this really? he's also because he played a richie tozer in it mm-hmm. um so
0: that kid's having a good oh man blockbuster he is, he is career so far. It
1: up, dude yeah
0: like, isn't he also a punk in a punk band as well really? Yeah, I think so. Oh
1: God! Yeah, damn. if I mean, he don't... comes to Sacramento, I'm gonna have to try. Anything. Yeah, let
0: me see. Uh, Finn Wolfhard band.
1: Is that name real? Yeah, think I think wonder... that's his
0: real name? Yeah, he's got a band. It's called Calpurnia. C A L P U R N I A.
1: I did not know that. Yeah, let's let's uh, let's let's, let's bust off a piece of Calpurnia yeah. here. Let's see what it sounds like. He's funny, man. Like I'm on board with him. Yeah, he's... Anything he's in, I'm he's like, a great actor.
0: Up. Let's see here. Okay, so the most popular song is called City Boy. Let's try that one out. So he plays uh, rhythm guitar and his vocals.
1: You know, when you're 12 years old, what are you going to sing about? Yeah. It's
0: like a Sounds like uh, Cage the Elephant. Ugh, fucking hate those kind of names. It, it, it's the Young the Giant.
1: Yeah, I, that that shit. Kings I of hate Leon. It. I hate it. Yeah. I fucking hate it.
0: <clears throat> Young the Giant yeah. is actually a really good band. But I agree. I think the, those band names are stupid.
1: No, but good for him, man. Hey, you want to play <clears throat> music? Got the time? Yeah, I Calpurnia. He's... They have more listens than my band, so I guess you know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, five million uh, hits in that song. Yeah,
0: and uh, we've never heard of him. We never heard, never heard, of heard that, of
1: that song. Him. But yeah, he's he's gonna be in the new Ghostbusters. I'm like, Sign me up for him because I think what he's is, gonna what play. What is he gonna play? I don't know. Some child. <laughs> well, yeah, clearly <laughs> a kid. A kid in some aspect.
0: And he's gonna be obviously in It Chapter Two, oh. which I'm I'm. Hoping I can get the boss man to let you come on, oh. come and watch that with us.
1: Yeah. Listen, I'm really I, can, I contribute that. to the show. I'm That's a, true. I'm a Real person now.
0: That's true. That that'll be my uh, that'll be my lead in. He's uh, contributed to the show. Um, so it chapter two will be out
1: next Friday. Holy crap! Holy shit, we're already there, dude. That movie looks. I'm on board. But that first movie wasn't it good? It was awesome. Yeah, because the original Tim Curry one as a kid scared the shit out of me. Yeah, and then you watch it as an adult, you're like, the fuck, this movie is so bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this one, you know, I, I'm the first one they did. Um, it was it has some good creeps. Yeah. Some good creeps. Bill Skarsgård. Super good as creeps. Pennywise was, I think, really solid as as Pennywise. You know. Mm-hmm. He's, He's not Tim Curry, but I think that's the great. That's great because then the, you don't compare them. They're just the own takes on the character. Exactly. Um, it's like
0: Jack Nicholson was a great Joker, but so was Heath Ledger.
1: Right. But yeah. I was watching when that first trailer. when that trailer came out, and it has a you know the the funhouse mirror part mm-hmm. and. When they show that scene With Pennywise And his whole mouth Is all the teeth I literally was Watching that trailer And I went Oh shit yeah. Which I don't do very often When I watch trailers But I had a Especially real Especially trailers I had, right? Yeah I had a real Oh shit moment Seeing nice. that And I'm like This movie's I'm gonna watch that movie Like I watch all Most of my horror movies Which is kind of To the side I kind of turn my head down Really? And I kind of watch From like my per, like my peripheral Just so like, you can like, turn like, away When things get Kind of getting freaky I'm like I'm just gonna look Over hey there. <laughs> something going on On my phone Is my There's popcorn the... still yeah. full? Yeah <laughs> The fill over there, and then I hear the. <laughs> I'm like, okay, the scares. Now I can watch it. Do you jump? Do I you, jump. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I took my um, I took my my middle boy to go see uh, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. Oh yeah, which, which it's not the best movie. The story's got some issues, but as a bridgeway between kid centric horror and mm-hmm. adult horror, it's fantastic. It's yeah. got some real creeps in there, and that's. All to to the director and to Guillermo, who are really good at monster creature effects. But and they were
0: all real
1: effects. It yeah, yeah. It was it was like right? it was ninety percent real, and mm-hmm. then ten percent they kind of CG'd over to kind of give it some more kind of oomph. Right. Um. But my son was watching, and he they would have the jump scares, uh, but it never got so scared that he couldn't handle it. Nice. And so I thought this is a great bridge because we're starting to dip our toes for him. He's starting to dip into the horror we watched alien oh that's a good one that that's, that one scared me as a kid that was my first really like horror movie my dad sat me down to watch and even now when dallas is in the air vents yeah i'm like don't fucking do it dallas. don't do it <laughs> yeah. so like, don't go down there and every time that i was waiting for him too and that jump scare happens when he turns the light and the aliens there yeah and then i was like oh watch him and it hits they go wow and the kid <laughs> flies up into the ceiling and like like perfect so um, nice. so he. So after that one he came I'm like two days later he got scared at, at night and came running down the hall it was like, mm-hmm. I heard something out my window and my wife looked at me like you son of a bitch and oh, I'm like oh no I was like oh, okay well I guess we gotta wait so now it's been a year okay he watched scary stories handled that just fine nice. Like I mean granted he did have the dog sleep in his bedroom with him that night for protection yeah, totally get it I did the good. same that's too good. I was kind of pissed that the dog wasn't in my room because <laughs> <laughs> my wife ain't gonna protect me um, but I but now that he's in there, I'm like, all right, we're going to start dipping in more into horror. And uh, nice. hopefully, like, we're not at it yet. Yeah, that's um, a little too You know, he knows extreme. he knows some of the scenes. Like, he knows when the kid gets his arm ripped, like bitten off. Yeah, and yeah. So he can kind of imagine it in his head. But he sure. doesn't. He talks tough, he's like, if I first Pennyworth. I'd poach him in the face. I'm like, no, you wouldn't. you <laughs> scream like a girl like I would. <laughs> yeah. But um, even though the new movie looks... Awesome. I'm hearing nothing but great things about Bill Hader, especially. Apparently he steals the show. I I love him. Yeah. I love him and everything he does. Did you see Barry? I have not seen Barry. I don't have HBO.
0: You need I know you need table to watch human. Barry on HBO. Yeah. If you love Bill Hader, you will absolutely the writing of this show. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. The writing alone is worth the watch yeah. because the dialogue that they have. There's certain characters like, uh, uh, gosh, what's his name? I can't think of it right now. He was the Fonz. Oh,
1: uh, um, Henry Winkler. Henry... He won. He won an Emmy or for go this World? show. Yeah,
0: yeah, his first
1: Emmy did, ever. Did you hear that story about the really sweet story about his acceptance speech? No. So he's been nominated before, and so he had the acceptance speech ready to go mm-hmm. and didn't win. So right. he kept it, and so now that he won again, he wrote. He read the speech that. That he wrote when the first time he was nominated. When
0: he was nominated for playing the Fonz?
1: Yeah. I don't think he was playing the Fonz. So a different, different thing? A different thing. Oh, okay. But he had been nominated like years before. Like even his kids were young kids. So I think there was a line in there where he said, you know, time to go to bed, kids. Oh, and the reason for that is because he wrote it like 20 years right. earlier, or something like that. That's um, really which sweet. I think that's a really sweet story, and if you like, he's hilarious. Like, with, rest of development, he's so mm-hmm. funny, and you can tell there's like actually like a real heart behind. Whenever you see interviews with him, yeah, you're like oh, he seems like a really sweet guy. Yeah, and there's he did that show,
0: um, uh, something about getting older. He did he did this uh, this kind of reality TV show with uh, the guy that played uh, not not Spock, but um, why am I so terrible with names
1: tonight? Me too, man. Yeah, no, Is William Shatner. William Shatner. Yeah. Okay, Thank there you, you go. Yeah, I'm I'm perfect.
0: Um, and Terry Bradshaw and, uh, uh, George Foreman, they went, they went and traveled the world and they like all did, it was like this bucket list type of thing where they just, just did a bunch of crazy stuff, crazy antics, old men doing stuff. And Henry Winkler, they they all played themselves. They were just, you know, it was a reality TV Mm. show. Right. Um, and Terry Bradshaw is the guy that's like, you know, the drunk, drunk uncle, that you just want to hang out with mm-hmm. and 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 drink beers with um George Foreman was sleeping all the time <laughs> like wherever they went places he was That's from always all the hits sleeping. in the head he's like he's yeah just, he's just no I'd be beard. scared
1: when he was sleeping I'm like he got too many hits he's not gonna wake up on oh, right <laughs> right and uh Henry wrinkler uh, you know and uh,
0: um uh the, the, the other guy the special no, no Star no. Trek guy William Shatner. Thank you. I'm on it. I don't know why I, I can't remember that guy's name today. You were watching Star Trek when I
1: came over the last I house was, too.
0: with William Shatner. Yeah. Uh, William Shatner uh, is, you know, William Shatner. He's mm-hmm. just kind of a diva, diva dude. But Henry Winkler, the most down-to-earth guy, it always has, like, the most sage- Wisdom to share, and just like he is the guy that you want to be your grandpa or like, dad. He, he doesn't
1: seem like he was tainted by Hollywood, right? Like kind yeah. of kept his head on.
0: He he definitely did, and he. Yeah. But even though he does, like he does, bring up stories about Hollywood and how it kind of ruined him in some times, and you know, succumbing to yeah. Yeah. the 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 nastiness of the business and what he's learned, and a lot of the times he's come out the other side unscathed or a better person. Mm -hmm. And he, he shares all that kind of, that, that wisdom. And he, the characters he plays in Barry though, he plays an acting teacher. So it's not far off from, you know, who he is in in Hollywood. Um, But he, he plays like this, this wholesome, really nice guy, but also, Kind of scheming, conniving, and, and he's like trying to always make a buck off of oh, what definitely. he's doing. Yeah. So it's great. And Barry, um, the, the lead character, I don't know if you know too much about the story, but he's a, a former, he's an army vet or a Marine. Okay. And uh, he turns into an assassin after he gets out of the Marine Corps. And he's an assassin, but he wants to live a normal life. So he starts going, goes, goes to acting school. And so he's trying to become an actor while he's an assassin okay. on the side. So that kind
1: of has that that Sopranos feel, where you have this mob boss, but he's it's like the, the everyday life of yes. that mob boss, this yes. is the everyday life of an assassin. Who's and he's
0: to trying to you know it. balance the whole yeah. thing, and and he wants to get out of the assassination game, but he keeps keeps getting dragged back okay. in. And a lot of like you know Breaking Bad feel comes to it as well. Like there's a lot of really cool story twists and stuff.
1: Have you Great have you show. seen have you seen that uh, that deep fake video they did with with Bill Hader, yes. like when he turns into Tom Cruise, and yes, trip. that that uh, control shift it, face, it's a trip, man. Yeah. They're doing they that a look. lot right now. I know they,
0: they do. It. They did I mean, it with uh, Joe Rogan recently, where he was doing an impression of Bill Clinton. Okay. And so when his Bill Clinton, you know, he was doing his podcast on the video and stuff, and when he was doing his Bill Clinton impression, they did the same thing. Put, I
1: remember. I remember they they first really kind of came to fame when they were doing it with porn. They were putting celebrity faces over <laughs> porn. They had one of like Daisy Ridley from, uh, Ray from Star Wars, and Did I'm like, they really? I don't know. I was like, yeah, hey, this works. <laughs> <laughs> like, but they were like getting pulled because they were they were like. The celebrities oh. were a little legit going like this, is, looks too much. Like, yeah, but they were doing those deep fake videos on them.
0: And more, more innocently, they did that whole uh, full house theme. Holy, with, uh, oh my Ron with Va- Swanson!
1: And they did the Family Matters one with Mike Tyson. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> man, I have, I was brilliant, I was laughing from the gut on that one, dude. Okay, that brilliant. was, that was hitting it where it hurt. Yeah. I loved it so much. Good stuff. Hey, man, I think, uh, I think we're
0: done here today.
1: Uh, sweet, good stuff. Yeah, thank you very it. much
0: for for coming and hanging oh, out. Yeah. I'm uh, talking th- movies.
1: This stuff. is what I think we did whenever when we were roommates. We just kind of yeah. bullshit about what what was happening in movies and music. All the good. So stuff. So this is just normal conversation. I love it.
0: Yeah, man. Yeah. I, I really appreciate your insight and uh, thank you for edumacating me on all the Disney Plus stuff because now now I feel like I'm prepared for yeah, it.
1: Every time there's a big chunk coming out, I'll just sit down with you and we'll go over Perfect. And be, be, yeah. Recap it for you. We'll definitely have to have you back on again. Oh, That'll be awesome. Thank you again.
0: Thank you. Namaste bitches. <laughs> the rad. <laughs>